Welcome to Interior Design Today with your host, Mary Nextat. What color should I use? What color works for you? What do colors say? What do they mean? Faber Bryan was one of the very famous noted professors on color and probably the leading person to live in this last century. And he was very interesting to study under, and fortunately I had that privilege earlier in my career. And he explained that color has a physical and psychological effect on people. Obviously, it's somewhat different depending upon where you live and where you come from. For example, if you live in Santa Fe, you'll find that brighter colors are far more appealing than if you live in the Northeast. Oh yes, we want bright colors, but what they call bright and what we call bright are very different. I remember on a number of my visits to Albuquerque and Santa Fe, seeing this marvelous artwork and thinking, I've got to bring some back. And then I started studying, what would I do with it? Where would I put it? And although I loved the colors, they just really didn't quite fit into this Northeastern environment. I find that people now are looking for more color and they're looking for colors that complement them. They're, they want us to create environments for them that really are appropriate to their personal coloring. Example, if you have dark hair and darker skin, there are colors that are much more appropriate to you than if you are blonde and pale. So obviously, the people that are living and working in the environment do affect the proper color planning of your space. Also, the age and functions that are being conducted there. And I say age because children love bright colors. It's amazing. One of my clients asked me to assist with the coloring of a nursery for their grandchildren. And I showed them some bright colors, some different palettes. And the minute the color panels were introduced into their room, the babies immediately looked at these color panels. They were quite excited by them. Children of that age are not really interested in soft pastel pink and blue and yellow as we have been used to seeing for nurseries. They really like red and bright and yellow and very impacting colors. As we mature, our color palette tastes change somewhat. And when I was doing many, many spaces for education, starting with nursery school and going through to college, I learned and studied that we needed to change the color palette and the different types of spaces according to the amount of time that people spent on their particular subject and also their age and again, their culture. This, this is rather fascinating because as you think about it, the attention span of a young child is very, very short. But if you're a college student or a professor or someone really working at a tedious subject, you must be able to concentrate for a long period of time. As a result, the whole environment around you 
should be colored accordingly. We are finding that people are very bored with the vanilla types of environments. Everyone felt that beige or neutral colors were very classic and good for everyone. Now we're finding that people are understanding the luxury and the pleasure of color. Now again, color needs to be planned carefully and used appropriately. Oh, it is not just true that green is very quieting and red is very stimulating. I was fascinated in my study of color psychology to learn that when you had a psychopath, someone that was really out of control, you put them in a room that is very much of a pink, red, a fuchsia kind of color. And the bottom line is that so, their retina is so fatigued by the intensity of this color that they become very placid and the therapist can work with them and communicate with them. Now, ordinarily, we would have thought the opposite. Bright colors would be very stimulating and exciting. But in a sense, we've learned that a beautiful red wall can be very, very relaxing. Now again, red and white used together in a stripe, of course, is exciting and stimulating. But if you take a red wall and put some marvelous paintings and artwork against it, what a beautiful, rich background for, be for great artwork. And it's fascinating to see galleries using these brighter tones and these deeper tones. If we look at Victorian dining rooms, we see there always a dark color. They're burgundy, they're brown, they're deep red, they're deep blue, they're very rich colors. Why? Because the skin tone looks far better and healthier against a rich tone. And if you've noticed one of your photographs, assuming you have light skin, you will find that against a light background, you're not really as attractive or as rich looking or as healthy looking, I should say, as you are against a deeper background. Obviously, if you have dark skin, the opposite is often the case. Consider what are your colors? What are the best shades for you? What colors do you wear? And I don't mean looking at a New York lady's wardrobe, which is all black. I mean looking at colors that really complement you. And then consider what colors I really enjoy being around. Look at your environment. Does it fit? Or do we need to add some color? But let's add it in a very artistic and balanced way so that it really enhances your room and you gain much pleasure from this beautiful new color palette. Interiors have a wonderful way of creating an environment that gives you great pleasure and color is one of the components. If you have any questions or you'd like to speak to Mary, please send us an email at interiordesigntoday at aol.com. Thanks for listening.